0: Good morning. I am Cindy Vana. Love talking in the beautiful blast KLGO The Word Studios 1490 True. Talk Radio, reminding you that we're streaming live at klgo.net. You can also catch up with Love Talk on lovetalknetwork.com, where we'll post the audio portion of this program and a blog shortly, as soon as Juan gets a, all the electronics to us. And, and Evelyn, I mean, he never misses a beat. <laughs> I, I'm always peddling to keep up. Hey, in the studio with me, of course, is First Lady of Love, founder and creator of Love Talk, also the editor and publisher of the Good News Journal and America's Honorary Prayer Coordinator, Miss Evelyn Davison. Good morning, Miss Davison. Well, good morning, Miss Vonick. May I introduce you? No, <laughs> no, I thought about Cindy
1: it. Is, now, wait a minute. Now, I thought coming in every Saturday, Cindy starts out and, and tells about Evelyn. But, you know, we realize we have a new audience, basically, as we've made this adjustment from the FM frequency. To to the AM frequency, and we are excited about that. We know that there's still a little static out in the in the community, and uh, our engineers are working on that, Cindy. And we are excited about that because 1490 is going to be a major, major uh, force force uh, power uh, in this community. But uh, I do want to say uh, this morning, as we begin our second program on 1490 uh, exclusively. That um, in the studio with me is my good friend, Cindy Vanna, V-A-N-A. And Cindy and I have been partners for how long now, Cindy? Oh, 17? my gosh, yeah. 17 years. Too uh, long to, to, to count. Yep. <clears throat> I have done Christian radio in the Austin market for 28 years, and I can tell you, this is the lady that I prayed up, and <laughs> out of the blue, the Lord just dropped her into my hat, uh, into my you life. poor heart, thing. On a love balloon. Uh, but Cindy is the Texas State Coordinator for the National Day of Prayer, and uh, does mobilize our state in, um, in the era of praying, not just uh, one day a year. But through the daily discipline of praying for America. And one of the reasons that we're here on Love Talk is to talk about how important it is that we as believers and followers of Jesus really do commit ourselves to uh, helping to preserve and protect our nation. And and that is a big job for two ladies, Cindy.
0: Oh, gee. Well, of course, you know, I got up this morning and Evelyn and I just could not be. Two more different people, but it's a perfect marriage. In this society, if you and I had not already been married to our guys and been so (laughs) in love with them, you know, we could have had one of those... Uh, per- <laughs> uh, <you'll> no, <know>. no. <laughs> one of those, one of those ceremonies, you know. One well, that, I would have been, been your just... grandmother,
1: Cindy, because she's <laughs> come such... from a different generation than I. But come I was from.
0: thinking about how different we were because I walked out this morning, and I will tell you, it was so humid that yeah. it was like we had fog. That's how humid it was. It was like November. In July. And I thought, I'm going to turn right around, go back in that, no, house, you're not. <laughs> put the covers over my head because I'm such an Eeyore. Now, Evelyn will come bouncing in the Tigger personality and she'll, she'll talk about what a wonderful day it is. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, Humidity, we must be at 100-plus
1: well, humidity. You spend six years in Houston at the University Good of Houston, grief. and you learn what humidity oh. is. You take home in a bucket every day. But you know one of the first things that I do when I enter this, this studio, Sydney, is the the blinds are always closed. Yeah. And I open the blinds because I'm a person that likes light. I don't yeah, like you are. And so, and, and that's different from my mom. Uh, when we'd go to my mom's house after we got grown, you know, when you're little and growing up, it's different. Uh, you'd have to strike a match when you'd walk in the door. She liked everything dark. And so you're ta- we're talking about differences today, but Cindy, the reason that we are here and we want our new friends on 1490 to know us well is because we are in love with each
0: other. Yeah, <laughs> and we husbands. mean that in a nice way. With with settle husbands. down out there. Y'all have been watching too much news. Uh
1: with our husbands, with our children, and with <laughs> you, our you're covering nation. you're covering all the bases pretty yeah, fast with here. our nation, and we we have a really strong desire and and. Really, uh, motivation, Cindy, to bring people to the point that every day they can look at our world and see something good. And of course, that's what we do with the good news. I journal. I was going to
0: say that you, boy, you you worked that in really well because that is what the good news right. journal is, and that's and really that's what love
1: talk. Is yeah, we don't talk about negative things, but we always come back and give you the answer positive for what it is that uh, is a deficit. We, go, we always come mm-hmm. to the bus side. Mm-hmm. We call it debits and credits, you know, if you're, if you're an <laughs> okay. accountant.
0: You're married to an accountant, yeah, I can right. tell.
1: But uh, we have a really exciting program today, and out of this program, you wrote one of the most brilliant Blogs that I have read. Wow. Long, I'm long impressed time. with myself. <laughs> now, well, I'm impressed too. So I want you to tell them, first of all, what our website is, if they want to go.
0: And... Yeah. Love Talk, uh, www.lovetalknetwork.com. You can also catch up. We'd love for you to be our friend on uh, Facebook, Evelyn and I. Of course, we have a Love Talk page. We have a Love Walk ministry page. We have our individual pages. I will tell you, Evelyn, every Thursday, Friday, and Monday, I just beat those keys on that computer 90 to nothing to try to keep up and Twitter and this, that, and the other. And you know what? That's not easy for me to do. Well, it isn't.
1: uh, I'm sure it isn't, but it's impossible for (laughs) me
0: <laughs> I can barely <laughs> turn it on and get. get oh, to work. get out of here! You put out a newspaper every month. On I, I, who are you kidding? Hey, before we get into the meat of this subject, we well, you know we're talking, we're continuing our series of Jesus, the perfect one, spiritual legacy, and now we're really delving into, you know, when he left us a spiritual legacy. You know, he didn't leave us and forsake us. He and he didn't just leave us with a model and a pattern he left us with the spirit of God the covenant of God from which we move forward and the debate in society right now is you know what is everybody else going to do I've never seen so much finger pointing in my life if you saw the email I get it is just disturbing. I'm telling you, these all my good quote Christian friends send me the most horrendous stuff I spend. I mean, I just, I'm rolling my eyeballs part of the time. The other time is I realize, you know, I wonder if this is the way we've always been as a nation, you know, where the discourse and the nation is always so tough and full of tension. And that's part of our legacy. But the truth of the matter is, is biblically the legacy that christ leaves for us is what is it evelyn that god has called you to live out here on earth that leaves a legacy for a nation only one
1: word cindy one word it's called love l-o-v-e um when you think about where we are today and, and you know, you hear and I hear from our Christian friends as well, but because we have the Good News Journal, I get five or six hundred emails a day only. Oh, yeah. And ninety percent of them, apart from love talk, is about the things of the world, not mm-hmm. the things of God. And so you know, we we get overwhelmed sometimes when we see the dialogue that goes b- on between believers and non-believers. And some of the best email friends I have are atheists. I have one <laughs> friend <laughs> that I, I don't call I, him by. I know who you're talking about. I, That I don't call him by name because you know I don't. Evelyn, I know call that, him Buddy. He's yeah, my buddy. I know. But he hopefully. helps me. You know what he does for me, Cindy. He helps me see who it is that God has in my love field, that he wants me to reach out and love. And see, that's what we're not doing well. That's what we're going to talk about. Today. You know, I have to
0: tell this story before we go too too much longer. And this this dovetails into this this conversation we're going to have today about spiritual legacy and common decency. Is a uh, year before last, we were down at the Capitol doing our big Capitol event that you've done such a beautiful job, you and Ed LaBelle, for, you know, so many years. And of course, the atheists are always there in mass protesting us. And they are our best advertisers because we come just in regular street clothes and they always come in t-shirts that say something about God. You mean, yeah, but um, nevertheless, it is God's name. Well, our friend who always makes sure he has time with us and he's very sweet to us actually was there and of course, you know, he had wanted to see us as usual and so we went over to see him and we were hugging him and one of the major uh, pastors in the city noticed you and i over hugging this guy with this x over god we came back and he said what are you two doing and we said well because he knew he was a protester and an atheist and i said well that's our friend and he comes and he protests us every year and we love him he said oh my gosh Only you guys and only in Austin. He said, will you introduce me to him? I want to love him too. And so we took him (laughs) over and he had a brand new friend. This is what we're talking about. Within our country, within the great tensions of our country, even within the bloodshed sometimes between families and even now families who have great division in their hearts, there is this. Precept that is laid down in the Bible, which makes a nation righteous before God. And it is we call it common decency. Christ called it love. And it is the principle of the law being filled, fulfilled through love. It is the principle of loving your neighbor. Well, Cindy, uh, you are so right
1: in saying that love is it's the word of the day. But one of the things that we get so we divorce ourselves from <clears throat> is that what does it take in a nation to make a nation uh forceful or make a nation powerful and um, it, it you know' it's, it's very obvious from Old Testament uh, scripture and history that it does take a military force to protect. And that is part of what America uh, is. Uh, But when we look at what it takes to make a nation move Mm -hmm. and be righteous before God, it's exactly what you said. It is love. Uh, Power is the thing that rules the world. And the power that we stand for is the power of love. Now, if you look in the enemy's territory, if you look at, at Satan himself, it is always deception. It starts mm-hmm. with
0: deception. You know, <laughs> deception about the the battle between his most powerful, because his deception was this, what did he want to be. Right, he wanted to be God. Yes. So his first deception, both on earth and in heaven, is hey to the to the heavenlies and all the angels that he deceived is hey I'm as glorious as God is. I'm as good as God is. I can be God and then there's deception on earth was... And that has spread and it spreads in every area of our life. We're going to
1: talk today about how important the Ten Commandments were to God's people as God began to show them three things. How to live by love, I mean, how to live by law, how to live by logic, and how to live by love. And we're going to do that today based on what it is God has to say about those things.
0: Well, this is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning. My name is Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word studios 1490 a.m. True Talk Radio reminding you that we're streaming live at KLGO also you can catch up with the audio portion of this in our most recent blog at lovetalknetwork.com Evelyn in our first segment we were introducing this series and before on on spiritual legacy under Jesus the perfect one how he came and taught us through the everyday life and at the same time as the everyday life through his divine Divinity empowered us through a covenant with God to live in the way that he was demonstrating his life. Um, But before we get back into that, I just want to make mention of our partner of the month, which is Ellison Salazar. I know those of you who were listening through the break got to hear that great spot and we want to thank them they are longtime partners with them and thank them for continuing to partner with us especially as we transition to a new uh listening audience and uh hopefully this will be beneficial to them just reminding you that these are those folks in the central texas area who do not qualify us, don't say, you know, I want you to say this on the air, and you can't say that, <laughs> give us freedom. that's right. And so these are, these are people who really uh, live it out. And, and make it possible. That's for it right. Love for you to uh, visit them and make them part of your commerce. Cindy, as
1: we're talking about um, where we are in God's perfect plan, um, the perfection is in Jesus Christ he said the scripture says perfect love casts out fear and it's we're going to be talking about love today and the perfect love is his love for us as we get to know him better and as we talk we're talking about in a nation what it takes for a nature to be righteous before god and be blessed of god that's that's the that is the compounding factor that we're looking at And we know that as we look at that, then we have a part in what God is doing in our nation. I mean, we are partners with him.
0: Well, now, isn't that an interesting commentary? Because, oh, my gosh, how many people have given that away? You know, in other words, for everybody else, and that's what I was opening earlier about the emails, it, it looks a little bit to me sometimes my emails mm-hmm. are a little bit like the Wizard of Oz. If you remember <laughs> the scene where the scarecrow goes, they went that away and points in both directions at the same time. This is what my email in basket looks like a lot of times. And so, you know, to talk about that is because What the dialogue is a lot is, well, if that guy over there will just get it right, if he'll get his act together, if he'll just stand up and do what's right, then my life will be better. Well, holy smokes. Mm -hmm. that's that's (laughs) That's not what the Bible says. It's, you know, this is the thing. We serve. We In Christianity is like every other is unlike any other religion. You know, Mm -hmm. when we talk about the perfect one in all other religions, it's that we serve God and we try to, you know, get it perfect Mm -hmm. and then we're acceptable to God. But Christianity is, is that God, the father had a perfect plan, brought God, the son Mm -hmm. to realize that plan and fulfill it for you and I, because we couldn't possibly get it perfect. And now we live that out in a love relationship. We don't serve that trying to fulfill the law ourselves so that we are pleasing to God. We're pleasing to God through our love relationship with him.
1: Well, that's true, Cindy. And and the law's been in the news a lot this week. We always talk a little bit about the news uh, because there is one uh, circuit court judge that uh, is um, ruling on throwing out the Ten Commandments and reducing them to six commandments.
0: Went, <laughs> well, there are some of us that like sound bites, so yeah. you know, maybe, maybe yeah. well, we can't remember ten. And
1: basically, what his, and i evaluated it and uh, uh, looked at it very closely. Are you keeping to what, all
0: ten? Pardon? Are you keeping all ten? <laughs> no, I mean, you, uh, you're you four. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. We're not rewriting but, that. Uh,
1: the, basically, the bottom line is this, without going into, you know, 30-minute dissertation, is that he just wants to get rid of God. And so if you get rid of uh, God, then you end up with basically maybe three, not four. One is lying. One is stealing. One is sex. You know, that's part of it, adultery. They don't like that part. Uh and maybe Oh these
0: are the ones that get rid of?
1: No. Those These are the ones that keep keep Okay. Yeah, keep keep stealing, keep <laughs> covet, keep sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Just the way they keep lying. Okay. And
1: keep lying. Now let's be realistic here, Sunny. <laughs> because they don't like thou shall not commit adultery, you know. They uh and you know the the force that we've been through the last. Uh, so we're going to
0: select which sins we. Right. Okay, I got this. Okay. So,
1: you know, when you've got when you're when you have a a government that is based on a, a, a threefold purpose, and that's what we have in America, we have three different uh, stations that balance each other. That's the way the. You know, when the founding fathers began to put together the directions and the Ten Commandments for our nation, which we call the Bill of Rights, they prayed and they prayed and they sought God's leadership.
0: And that's the thing that's discounted. I believe that they functioned under something that's very lost in this nation right, right now, which is reverence and fear of the Lord. They weren't writing documents necessarily to empower themselves, but mm-hmm. they were writing documents and principles and putting them in place in admonition and fear of the principles of God, knowing that they themselves would be held accountable.
1: Well, life is lived out by the decisions that we make, uh, by the laws that govern us. And we were very blessed. We are blessed in this nation that the founding fathers had the opportunity to start from scratch. They literally started from scratch. They didn't have a king other than the Lord Jesus. And so as God began to speak to them, they put together a government based on the Trinity. And the Trinity basically is the legislative branch, the executive branch, and the judicial branch. Now, the legislative branch is the Senate and, and the House. The executive branch is the presidency and his staff or cabinet. And then the judiciary is the Supreme Court. Well, where we are today is that each one of these segments have become so weakened and so empowered by who they are in protecting who they are that there is disarray in our government today. And that's that's a pretty broad statement. And where we are, uh, we know that the Founding Fathers sought God's leadership. And as they interpreted the form of government that God gave them, They did it because they wanted one thing. They wanted God to bless them and to bless their generations and their legacy. And we're living in their legacy, Cindy, and that's what's so fragile in our nation today.
0: Well, you can only live on someone else's legacy so long. As a matter of fact, in principle biblical principle is that you don't spend the legacy that someone else has established that each one of us have a responsibility not only to ourselves and not just to our children but to one another to establish a common decent a common legacy, a common belief Mm -hmm. and a common understanding that we are gonna leave behind something better Than what was there for us rather than how much can we deplete and how much are we entitled to. But how much we deposit so that those who come behind us have a greater legacy, a greater inheritance than those who have come before. Cindy, that'll
1: preach. That is exactly where we are in this nation today. We are spending our children's inheritance. Well, I know
0: you. Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. That's okay.
1: And basically, you know, we've talked about the rights that we have. You you know, for a number, for six weeks now, we've talked about inalienable rights. We do have a right in this nation to be governed. Uh, There are three ways, though that we do that in the way that we make decisions because every day Cindy, our life depends on the decisions that we make. And I've told my husband that this week, you know, you've got to drink water. You know, you're, the way you feel is going to improve by the, how you keep yourself hydrated because he had surgery, you know, and so we're working through that. But that's just a little aside here. Basically there are three ways that we make decisions. First of all, is we make them based on the law of the land. Now, the law of our land, if we just take one instance, is that if you drive an automobile, you have to have a license. If you drive an automobile, you can be arrested if you violate the law of you know, of uh, coming and going, uh, you, vi- you violate the law of having a sane mind. Uh, there are a lot of laws yeah, that are involved mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. And so that helps us in the area of safety but it also helps us in the era of protection. Now, the second way that we make, that we make our, de- our decisions is on love. And love is the liberty we have uh, as we learn how best to live in the freedom of Christ. That we would not violate the directions that he has given us for living. Now, if you look at law today and you look at love, then there is a wide scope between that. So what is it that will fill in that wide gap? It is logic. It is how we take the law of the land and the love for the Savior, his love for us, and make it into a method or a program or a movement that will help us not only have a better life, but leave that legacy we're talking about. And we, you and I, believe that legacy has to be the love of God. Prayer with prayer, our lives wrapped up in prayer, and finding out what it is he wants us to do individually. So decisions are made on three ways, law, love, and logic. And so as we look at that, we're going to come back today and talk about how it is that decency and compassion fit in to this strand of three.
0: This is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning. I am Cindy Vano. Love talking in the beautiful blast. KLGO, the word 1490. True? talk radio reminding you that we're streaming live at klgo.net you can also catch up with evelyn and i at lovetalknetwork.com and in the studio of course with me is first lady of love evelyn davison evelyn we went out on our last segment and we were talking about those three ruling components in everyday life that help us to uh not you know, alongside biblical principle, Mm -hmm. help us reason such that we're establishing a spiritual legacy in a nation, a nation that brings blessing, not only just for us today, but for around the world and for future generations. And you were talking about law, love and and logic now when i grew up oftentimes here's what the law looked like at my house you know my parents uh would teach me about logic and here's how they would do that said if you fall out of that swing and break your neck you're not going to the store with me (laughs) you know (laughs) or if they wanted to teach me about the weather here's what they'd say this room of yours looks like a tornado hit it and um if you know if uh they wanted to teach me about religion here's what this sounded like from my mom she said you better pray that comes out of the carpet <laughs>
1: And sweet treat food, See, so yeah. we've got to put this on the web. We got to put this on the. You know what? My parents taught me that if, uh, about stamina and energy is this: if you you will sit there until you eat all of the turnip greens, yeah,
0: because all because of the starving children in China.
1: Yes. And and about uh behavior modification, how I've got to get better, you know, every day. Stop acting like your daddy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that is <laughs> in control. Yeah. You. Oh, even in our house today, if we wanna do behavior modification in our house is that one or the other of us, Jim will reference that I'm just like my mother. And I will reference that he's (laughs) just like his dad. Now, on a more serious note, Evelyn, as we're talking about spiritual legacy and common decency, you know, there in the, in the blog that, that you were so kind to mention, you know, there was an excerpt that I wrote and, and this is the, this is the foundation from which we're talking is that within the God given wisdom of the founding documents of this nation and the first Portion of this series we talked a lot about inalienable rights and that those are the rights given by God that cannot be exchanged or sold or taken away or negotiated by government and the, that, that terminology right there is up, that upon which the Judeo-Christian principles Absolutely. are established and then we talked about the dignity of human life and we talked about the value of relationship so we were basically talking about about made in the image of God, and we were talking about made for healthy relationships, the establishment of family. But within those, the wisdom of those founding documents, we have been granted clear and certain rights for bringing about change within what we perceive is wrong in the land. Mm -hmm. Now, culturally, we've gotten in a mindset that the only way we do that is through law. Which means that we have left behind of this three part, this three part cord, which is the biblical principle, the kind of the precept of the trinity that you talked about is that through believing that law will suffice for everything, then as a society, where are we at on logic, common sense, you have, and Mm. common decency is love. To one another, and then you have common sense, which is logic, which Mm -hmm. says that not everything in a nation can be established through just the through through law, and that some discourse that's going on has to be conducted under love, logic, and law.
1: Well, that is true, Cindy. And the biblical reference from that is Romans thirteen ten. It says, "Scripture tells us." All the law is fulfilled in one word, and that is love. So if it's filled, fulfilled in love, who is the love that makes it possible? It is the Lord Jesus. Perfect love casts out fear. Jesus, when he comes in there, like we don't have to fear what will happen to us by our own choices. If we are in that uh, circle... In, in the arm we call it in the arms of Jesus. If we have the power of his spirit operating in our life. We don't we we don't have to struggle with the law. We can operate under the spirit of love. And one of the things that is so hard for guided people guided
0: by logic.
1: Yes. Because see logic tells you uh that's not right. You know, if you think about it, that's not right. And then love tells you this is the way to go. The scriptures say there is there is one way in life that is the narrow way, the narrow gate. You can't bring in all of the religions of the world and put them in to love. It won't work. It doesn't fit. So what we have to do is that as we look in the, in the current culture, where, which we are today, What causes this big tension and all the the trouble that we're we're experiencing today? It's because we don't have that positive impact that comes from
0: the spirit of the living God. Well, we've become a nation that says if you just... and I'm sorry, lawyers, y'all, y'all just took us down this path. You know, that if we just pass enough laws, the plethora right. of laws, yeah. then finally we'll get it right. Well, what part of history are we not understanding here? Because yeah. this is exactly what the Mosaic Law within the Old Testament was an attempt to do, was to set apart a people group to preserve them, to protect them, to provide for them such that they would be known... As being the people of God, but it was understood that they, that they could never keep the law fully. So as we go through this this plethora of of laws and keep thinking that law somehow is going to find us through the labyrinth of culture, right? It's just a misnomer because unless you apply love which says that I, Evelyn, am gonna take the new covenant of Christ Jesus, which talks about all the one another's, the love one another. Now, here's the deal. In this country right now, love is I mean, <laughs> who understands love? I mean, we understand it in a momentary physical sense. We understand it within the the power of lust, but you know, uh, we, Juan, are good technician. You know, there are very few that understand that, uh, love is sacrificial mm-hmm. and oftentimes costs everything. You know, a soldier's mentality, which is what Juan brings to the table and which, you know, so much of what our na- nation is founded upon is that, you know, love is that which costs us all. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about self-love. We're not talking about a nation. We don't lack for self-love in this nation right now. You know, how do I look better? How do I have or more? What am I- how am I going to preserve my Medicare, my Medicaid, my Social Security? We've got plenty of that.
1: It's called entitlement, Cindy. It's called entitlement. And that's exactly opposite of what we're talking about here because... When God made man and he made woman, he did it in his own image. And God did it for blessing. The Mm -hmm. scriptures tell us blessing and love, not love of self, but love of God and for one another. And that has to be the legacy that we live by as Christians, because that is what God did for us. Now, we don't do that just by ourselves. That's what's wrong in our world today, it's, especially in our nation. If we are only a two-thirds person, part of us is missing. And God created us as triune beings, body, soul, and spirit. And when Adam and Eve decided they'd make their own government, and that's what they did, Cindy, they said, we'll rule ourselves. We'll decide what's good for us, what's not good for us. Then there was a conversation in the Garden of Eden. And the conversation said, Let us, let us, that was God talking, let us remove the tree of life, lest they eat of it and do what? Live forever. Live forever. Who was the us that was talking? It was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. If we look at our life, we are a trinity. We are a body, soul, and spirit. And part of what's wrong in America and in Europe is that people are two-thirds people. They don't have the spirit of the living God, which is love, which is the power source, Cindy. It's the power source. It's not a force. We talk, you know, all the... Movies talk about the force is coming. The force is coming. It's not the force. It's the source, and that's where we've got to go back to that three points that we're talking about: law, love, and logic. Love gives law gives protection for decency. It puts us all on the same level. Love gives motivation for serving and caring. Love is compassion, and then logic between these two it gives us directions for making the right kind of decisions and we don't make those decisions on our own Cindy why because we have the source operating in our life in the power of God's spirit and what is God's spirit it is love it it Jesus is love
0: we're going to come back and we're going to talk about paying the full price this is love talk on the word Good morning, I am Cindy Vaughn. love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the Word Studios, 1490 AM True Talk Radio. Reminding you that we're streaming live at KLGO, and if you want to catch up with us, read uh, the blog that we've been referring to. Or some of the other uh, things that Evelyn has written, just in general, catch up with us. You can uh, visit Love Talk Network. That's all one word, lovetalknetwork.com. Evelyn, as we went out on break, we were talking about this three uh, fold chord. That is missing to some degree how we're functioning is two thirds of a of a nation, two thirds of a culture, two thirds of individual mm-hmm. people, you know, basically on on law. I sometimes question the logic piece, but certainly if you're missing the understanding of love. If you are just functioning out of the understanding of contemporary culture of love, oh my gosh, you would just be lost in the maze of understanding. And the reason for that, Cindy, is you—if you make
1: you base your decisions on logic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, if you leave out law or you leave out logic. It always comes back to entitlement. I'm where I am, and I'll take what you have and make it mine. And so there's good logic and bad logic, and it all depends basically on what kind of laws you have to govern everybody else and govern you. And basically on what God's Word says. And, you know, the law of man is written on books and pages of history. But what is the law of God written on, Cindy?
0: Well, it's written on your heart. And that was basically what we're starting from. Yes, we have, we have the perfect inspired Word of God, which is the Bible. And we have some inspirational founding documents that were clearly inspired by men who had a love of God, who were under the reverence and the admonition of God. But how is it that they got to that place? Well, it's very simple. What, could not, what cannot be written on paper is what is inspired by the Spirit of uh-huh. God that is resident and written on the hearts of men. This is what establishes a nation as righteous before God, the Proverbs 14.34 that we talked about at the beginning. This is what Romans 13.10 is, the fulfillment of the law is love, is that unless you have uh, as much of a cognizance or more of the true power that resides in each individual, it is the power of love, which is not sentimentality, mm-hmm. but is that which came to pay the highest price for you and I, full price, not no pr- cut price, not someone else no bargain basis, now, no, the full, no Steinmark, the full price for you and I, which is the Son, Christ Jesus.
1: Well, Cindy, we have to come back. To what it costs. That was the uh, leader that we went out with earlier. What does it cost? What is the price of life? What is the difference between inspiration and motivation mm-hmm. and empowerment? Not entitlement, but empowerment. The empowerment comes from the spirit of the living God. And that is what Jesus gives that's what he interjects into this equation that we're talking about. And we we have to stop and think about the price that the forefathers paid in our
0: nation. They gave their lives. Many of them, Evelyn, we talked a little bit about this, of the 56 who signed the Declaration of Independence. Many of them died in poverty Some of them were killed in the war itself. Some of them had children who were killed in the war. This is the kind of love we're talking about. Not necessarily that we go to war, but we're not just thinking about what satisfies me today is sufficient for tomorrow. Because the truth of the matter is, is what we do with our life today Matters for the future of those who are coming in. That is our plumb line. That is what keeps a nation righteous before that God. That is true,
1: Cindy, because somebody has to pay the price.
0: Yeah, make no mistake. Boy, have we learned this with a trillion dollar debt. Yes. Nothing is
1: free. free. Except... The love of the Lord Jesus and the freedom and the power that comes from him. And if you take this equation that we're talking about down to the very bottom line, what does it cost? The cost comes with freedom, Mm -hmm. freedom, liberty. And it was because of the price that Jesus paid that we are set free. And it said, and the scriptures say that Jesus went into the bosom of Abraham, into Hades itself, for three days. And what did he do while he was there? The scripture tells us he set the captives free. That is an illustration of what he does in our lives today as a result of the price that he paid for our love. Now, we can... We, got, we have history books that tell us what it cost the founding fathers, the veterans in World War II, in Vietnam, in Afghanistan, in Iraq. We know the price monetarily that we're paying, but more than that, in human life, in human blood, to preserve this nation.
0: Well, I have a question for you. Are we willing to pay that price today? Are we willing to have a vision that extends beyond the fulfillment of what you and I want for today or what you and I think we need in order to preserve what it is that we hope will come behind for those whom we've not yet even seen or met. And here's my concern is that is there a ballot box big enough to hold this? Is there going to be some governmental guru who's going to provide this kind of course correction for a whole nation? Or are we going to outsource are individual freedoms someone else is going to do it? You think someone else in India is going to do it? Or someone, your next door neighbor is going to do it? Is, can you outsource that freedom? Or is it that we understand that the first principle of every nation, the Ten Commandments upon which you started with today is this. Our first accountability to, is to God. Apart from that, a common, that accountability to God, how is it that we establish a nation that is has common decency and to one another, and common sense, the logic to live the law of love?
1: How is it we can do that, Cindy? Is that we come to trust the One who makes it possible? And Ephesians three twenty and 21 is our closing scripture today. It says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you can ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, Cindy, but by working within us through his spirit. His spirit deeply and gently works within us. Why? For his glory. Uh, If you don't know what we're talking about today, about the power that can be the force in your life to help you have a life that is prosperous and free, then we would invite you to consider the life of Jesus Christ. It's an ABC thing. First of all, acknowledge that he paid the price of love to make it possible and that the Holy Spirit will come and indwell you. B is to believe that and receive it, and C is to confess it and commit to living it in a way that others can see how powerful the love of Christ is in your life. Cindy, tell our friends how they could come to know that, uh, how they can get in touch with us, and how important it is that we come together in this nation to be not people of entitlement, but people of eternity.
0: Well, first of all, you can contact Evelyn on the love line, which is 512-249-6535. And you can also check us out and email us at on uh, through lovetalknetwork.com. And the ABCs of trying to, to look at where we're going in a nation is acknowledge God even at the ballot box, acknowledge Him that He has a plan, to believe that He has a plan, and confess to Him that you are willing to be a part in the plan for a nation righteous before God. This has been Love Talk on the Word. This is Juan Martinez letting you know that Love Talk has been brought to you by the Word, True Talk Radio, 1490 AM, as well as Love Talk's partnering sponsors, Ellison Salazar, Casa Mechanical Services, Ray Gardner Triad Ministries, Hill Country Landscape, First Baptist Church, Pflugerville, and the Good News Journal.